is the Opening Market Podcast on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. I'm Mark Magnuson. Joined today by Eric Relf of Comstock. Eric, what are we seeing taking place in the grains? Well, we're seeing a little rebound after yesterday's weakness that was mostly inspired by the Argentine headlines that they were devaluing their currency. I think it kind of sent some shock through the trading world that once they do have crops to put on the global market, that uh, buying interest will shift towards their cheaper products and uh, that that definitely put pressure across the board wheat corn beans the whole nine yards and we we just had a a generally uh, risk-off day yesterday in the macro markets as well all of that shifted when jay powell started speaking about 130 in the afternoon but but that was the deal yesterday and and today we're just seeing a little bounce back uh, after that weakness yesterday and what are we learning about south america right now when we know that there's obviously the weather issues in brazil but what do we know about the new president in argentina and kind of what that could mean for the ag economy well, you can tell there's definitely going to be some aggression in going after the issues and trying to figure out how to bring the country back from this rut that has been in as far as their monetary policy and uh, the devaluation of their currency is a big first step. And, you know, it, obviously we don't know how things will play out. Political games get played and, and ultimately things have to have to change dramatically when they get as bad as what they're experiencing there. It's much like Venezuela, you know, five, six years ago. Um, and so we're seeing that happen right now. A lot of the anticipation is that eventually Argentina will shift to a dollarized economy uh, based off the U.S. dollar. I don't know that that'll be the case, but that is the anticipation by a lot of the economic pundits that are trying to put a guess as to where this thing goes in the years to come. Right now, you know, you have to think they don't really export a lot of soybeans. They crush everything they grow and they export a lot of meal. Uh, 40% of the global meal exports come out of Argentina. So that's that's their bread and butter, that's their big game. Uh, they do export a lot of wheat and they do export some corn, uh, but their beans get crushed domestically. There's big players down there, um, you know, ADM and, and Cargill and the likes have crushed facilities in Argentina. And then they sell the, the meal outright, and, and that's what gets exported out of the country. So the fact that the beans reacted like they did was probably more a byproduct of the acute weakness that we saw in the meal. And what do you know about the latest with the Brazil weather pattern and kind of what we're seeing for the upcoming future? So Brazil remains hot, dry. Um, our president, Matthew Cruz, is down there for a few months right now. Um, his, his in-laws are there. His wife's from Brazil, and so we have direct connection to Brazil that way. And uh, he, he is there and he's actually gone on on a couple of trips across the country since he's been there for the last few weeks. And and he said it's pretty astounding. You know, there's there's major producers in major production areas like the heart of Mato Grosso who have never seen anything like this in the 30, 35, 40 years that they've been farming. So the situation is pretty dire. I don't know how much the trade is recognizing the the realities of the situation down there uh for the next several days they remain hot and dry in the north and west regions uh central and then north and west uh southern regions are still very wet but it does look like this drying pattern will help them a little bit and then you get out to like the six to ten day forecast and they're looking for more moisture to come in in the central and northern regions and maybe shift to a little bit of a sustained drier pattern in the south so Right now, the forecast looks favorable, but they've had these favorable forecasts time and again, and then they just don't come to fruition. So it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. On the other side of the ag marketplace, what's happening with the livestock complex? Cattle are still trying to find their place here. Uh, We've had this massive sell-off 
and and the cattle have rebounded from from the lows that we saw. Uh, but yesterday we were down again, and cash looks to be weak again this uh, this week. Uh, kind of sounds odd saying it that way, but looking for softer cash, I guess, based on the sales that we did see confirmed yesterday, um, and and quite a bit lower. Uh, I, I saw there was like 1,600 head in Iowa that traded $4 lower than last week's weighted average. You had similar situation in Nebraska. Only had one pot load sell out of Kansas, so you can't really say that we've even got a market there. Uh, but the cash market looks like it will be weaker, and hopefully that doesn't lead the board lower after the sell-off that we've seen in recent weeks. All of that is really a result of hedges being massively profitable and so they they take their hedge money and combine with the lower cash market and ultimately they're, they're still doing pretty well you know you could take thirty dollars off your hedge sell for 165 well you're still at 195 and, and so uh, there there's some really low prices being seen in the negotiated cash market that are being compensated for with hedges that were put on at higher levels. And what's happening in the hog side of the market? Hogs just continue to melt down. The cash market will not find footing and the supplies seem to be unlimited. There's a lot of numbers being imported from Canada, a lot of feeder pigs coming in from Canada. And I think they're they're kind of bolstering supply that way as we anticipated that we would be a little short come spring, late spring, early summer next year. And, and maybe they're kind of preparing for that in, by, by bringing in some feeders from the north. And it just keeps them from having to be very aggressive in the cash market. You know, you've got this this uh, supply all contained, and the integrated packers just continue to do what they're doing and and uh, keep the cash market at bay, and and the beat goes on. I don't know what is going to salvage this hog market. You you can go online and look, and there's just hog buildings for sale all over the country, and you're getting to a point now where you can't hardly give the things away. And so I, I, I really struggle with what's going to turn that around. You would think that we would see some value shopping for pork. We did see some nice exports today uh, for both beef and pork. So uh, I don't know what gives there and what will turn this thing, but uh, the hog market has definitely seen brighter days. Eric Ralph of Comstock, our guest here today. Eric, what's the best way for our listeners to get in touch for more marketing information? Uh, well, you can go search us on any social media platforms. We do have the Comstock channel on YouTube. We have our website, Comstock.com. Eric, thanks so much for the time here today. Have a great rest of your day. That was Eric Rolf with Comstock. It's time now for a check of the numbers. March corn up four even at 483.5. January soybeans up 7.5 at 13.15 even. January soybean meal down 80 cents at 401.40. January soybean oil up 81 cents at 50.64. Chicago wheat up 10.5 at 6.15 and three quarters. Minneapolis wheat up 7 and three quarters at 7.21 and a quarter. Kansas City hard red wheat up four and a quarter at 6.36 and a quarter. March oats up eight and a half at 3.62 and three quarters. On the Merck, December live cattle up 55 cents at 167.50. January feeder cattle up $1.65 at 219.02. February lean hogs up $1.27 at 68 even. February pork cutout down 72 cents at 81.72. And class three milk up a penny at 16.22. This has been a check of the opening markets on the Iowa Agribusiness Radio Network. <laughs>